it took me a while to fully make that leap and trust that if I put all of my energy and love into the creation of a business that would serve the world, that it would actually work and that it would actually um, provide enough for me to live the lifestyle that I want to live. Hello, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to the Becoming the Big Me podcast. I'm your host, Jamila Burney, and together we will be stepping into our highest potential, exploring all things mind, body, and soul with just a smidge of business. You're a spiritual badass, soulpreneur, and a warrior for change. You're ready to expand your impact and leave your old self behind in order to raise your vibration so that you can positively influence your business, your community, and ultimately, the world. Without further ado, let's dive right into it. I have an amazing woman here with me today, Katie J. She helps spiritual women manifest their desires without the struggle of limiting beliefs, doubt, and fear. And I am so excited. We chatted a little bit before, and I know you guys are going to love this episode. Hey, Katie, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful, Jamila. Thank you so much for having me. I am so blessed that uh, we got connected on Facebook. I really am excited for this chat. So let's just dive right in and let's just kind of talk about your story. What like you are have this amazing business right now where you help women um, really overcome those limiting beliefs and with your manifestation circles. Now, can you bring me back to the beginning of your entrepreneurship journey? Were you working in a nine to five before? How did you kind of get to where you are? Yeah, so I was working a nine to five. My entrepreneurship journey, I would actually, you know, it, my entrepreneurship journey was a part of my greater spiritual journey, I would say, which started back in 2015. I remained in the corporate world for about a month after my first spiritual awakening. And then I shifted to working at retreat centers and I was working at a retreat center outside of Austin, Texas and living with a woman who ran her own online coaching business, coaching women, women's fitness. And I was just so inspired by how much energy she put into her business. And I was so, um, just taken aback by the results that her clients were getting over online space entirely. And in 2017, I went to Peru and was sitting in this plaza and connected to Wi-Fi and fully realizing that I could do everything that I do from my desk at the retreat center from anywhere in the world and realize that there was this wide open possibility for my life and what I could create if I set my mind to it. So from then on, things just started happening. I was introduced to people who started planting ideas in my head and started to tell me to look into this type of business or that type of business. And I was all over the place, jumping around in all different sorts of online spaces that I had no business in. <laughs> <laughs> like drop shipping and all sorts of things that were just like felt 
really unaligned. And I just kept searching and searching and searching. And I hired coaches and industry experts to help me kind of figure out where I should be in this online space, if I could be at all. And it took me, it took me a while to fully make that leap and trust that if I put all of my energy and love into the creation of a business that would serve the world, that it would actually work and that it would actually um, provide enough for me to live the lifestyle that I want to live and support my boxer puppy. <laughs> he's five. He's not actually a puppy anymore. Uh, he's the only thing I have to support right now. You know, it's me. <laughs> so, we don't need a lot, you know, and things just started slowly opening up for me. I tried things. I tried courses. I tried meaning launching and leading courses. I tried one-on-one um, -on -one coaching. I tried group programs. I tried all different sorts of things to just figure out what felt good. And from each time that I tried something new in my business, I took what worked and I let go of what didn't work. And I took what worked and I let go of what didn't work. And everything that I made, I invested back into my business and back into um, the, the parts of my business that were helping it to grow, helping it to connect with clients, helping it to sign clients. And that included a lot of coaching, a lot of mentorship and getting that one-on-one -on -one support was really crucial for me in my journey. So would, how, so from what you're saying, it sounds like there was kind of a lot of failure on your road to where you are now. So can you kind of dive into that a little bit? Um, and how you took that failure at that time, how you take failure now. And because I know that a lot of um, entrepreneurs out there or people who are you know, striving to create something get very discouraged when that initial idea doesn't work the way that they pictured it. So can you kind of dive into that aspect a little bit? Yeah, it might have a lot to do with the fact that what I am coaching, what I am holding space for and teaching is manifesting, which if anyone who's dive, who has dove into the world of manifesting has probably realized that it's mostly a fancy word for healing. And so, and, and, and in a lot of that healing is we, we were, we're required to look at that failure and to look at those stories that we were telling ourselves that made it so that that failure happened or, or that there were parts of that situation that just didn't feel good. And I can dive into more details. Like I was, I remember launching a course that I just did not feel aligned with. And I did it anyway, because I knew that there was something to learn about the launch process. And actually, I didn't know that. My business coach told me that. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like that was my idea. She was like, you should continue, go all the way through the launch process so you can figure out what you do and don't like. And what I didn't like was the negative self-chatter that came up during it. It was less about oh, I don't want to write this email sequence or, oh, I don't want to promote myself on Instagram because I had gotten really comfortable doing that at that point. It was just this, you know, this product doesn't feel aligned. And so therefore um, I'm going to be open 
to the guidance for what is the next product that that maybe is more aligned because I'm seeing I'm seeing her launch a course and doing really really well and I'm seeing him launch a course and do really really well so surely I should be doing courses too but when you actually go through that process, which I'm really glad that I did, I was able to realize like it wasn't the launch or any of those nuances. It was like the actual product. So, okay, next launch, or at least between those two launches, leaving my, really leaning into my spiritual practices and inner guidance and asking like, what is it that I should be offering and what is it that's going to feel really, really, really aligned. So do you have any tips for um, people who I get these questions all the time? Like, how do I know what is my inner guidance? How do I know what's my intuition speaking and what's maybe just my ego or my limited belief speaking? So do you have any tips for how to kind of discern between those voices? Oh, absolutely. So (laughs) the best way, that I like to really think about it is just those old school cartoons where there's like a devil on the shoulder and an angel on the shoulder. And that's a little dramatic, right? We don't want to say that the ego is the devil because our ego is not the devil. The ego is not the, um, is not bad, right? Our ego has, is here to keep us alive and keep us safe. And that's great and good and we need it, but it's not here to, um, allow us to step outside of our comfort zone or to really flourish in life and thrive and ask for and receive a life that we've never lived before, right? That's not the ego's job. And so the ego will always sound like fear. It will always sound like fear, like scarcity, like not enough, like guilt, like shame. You know, that's that voice if it sounds like that, then it's going to be the ego. But if it sounds like it's coming from a place of love, then it's your higher self. Then it's your inner guidance. Then it's your intuition. Because your inner guidance doesn't say, get off this plate, it's going to explode. Like That's not how it guides you. It will just say, you know what? I think you should cancel that flight. <laughs> you know, like well in advance. It will guide you well in advance of those things. Like that's the beauty of trusting it is it feels like love always. And it's the, that's, that's the beauty of, um, of the distinction too, is that we all, we know that what that feels like in our bodies. Yeah. And I also feel like the ego is kind of more just like looking for attention. Like it's kind of like jumping up, like, look at me. It, it can be loud and it can be very obnoxious. Whereas that inner guidance is not necessarily so loud. It's not so obnoxious, but it's steady. It's just that consistent feeling over time. That's kind of like, Hey, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So I'm in a place in my life right now where I'm like, okay, you know, despite the fact that everything that's going on with coronavirus and stuff, like I really can, could live anywhere that I wanted to. And I've, realized that and I, I've kind of been feeling the need to move but not know where to go. And so I've just been like releasing that question and asking for guidance. And I have noticed that ooh, 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 you know, like kind of popping up here and there. And I'm just, okay, well I I've I see you, you know, and I'm not gonna make any decisions yet. And then a few days later, oh, oh, 
I'm, I'm still here telling you to go here. <laughs> that's so funny that you bring that up because that's actually how we uh, landed in Arizona is we, I had been feeling for a while like we needed to move. We needed, you know, something to happen. And so I started asking for signs and just all kinds of crazy stuff just started happening. Like um, there was this farmer's market that we used to go to all the time. It was our favorite activity we did every Saturday. And we got kicked out of the farmer's market because I had my purse in my wagon. And the lady told me I needed to carry my purse because someone was going to steal it. And I told her, oh, that's okay. <laughs> my child's also in my wagon. <laughs> and she like told us that we weren't allowed to come back to the farmer's market. And I was like, this is the weirdest situation I've ever had in my entire life. So I started reflecting on it and I had this like download, like, oh, this is one of those signs that you were asking for. Like, it doesn't make any logical sense. This is one of those things that you're asking for. And then, um, I, I don't know if you're into angel numbers or anything like that, but these numbers just kept appearing. And that was when I first got into angel numbers. I had never looked up a number before, but for some reason, my intuition was like, look it up. And it was like, you need to move right now. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I love that because that's, yeah, that's exactly how we ended up here. It was just over time consistently kind of seeing these signs and asking for more confirmation. And then finally just taking that leap and be like, okay, I hear you. <laughs> We're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so many people are scared that they're going to miss the sign. You know, they're like, what if I missed it? Like, what if that was it? It's like, you're going to get another one. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're in like safe, loving hands. <laughs> Think of it that way. Exactly. And for me, like, cause I've definitely been in that point where I'm sure you have as well, where like, was that a sign? Is that a sign? I don't know. And I was just asked for more. Like, if you don't ask, you know, like if you need clarification, like just be like, Hey, was that a sign? Can you give me another sign to confirm? Like there's exactly. nothing wrong with just point blank asking that. <laughs> yes, exactly. I met um, this very witchy woman in Costa Rica one time who was telling me all about her games that she was playing with the universe. And she was like, I, I asked for a coconut yesterday and I got two, you know? <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Do you, do you, that's a great um, point there. Do you do gamification with your life? You know, it's funny. I, it's something I just got started doing, which is crazy because I teach manifestation. So you would think that that'd be something that, I mean, now it's something that I'm playing with and I'm encouraging my clients to play with too. But like the other day, uh, or not the other day, it was a month ago, April 1st, that I moved into this current apartment. And that weekend... I said, I want flowers. I just want flowers, you know? And then the day that I moved in to my, this house, my landlord was planting flowers all in her garden beds. And I was like, yes, <laughs> not how I had imagined them, but I'll take it, you know? <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. What about what, you? Um, it's something that I'm just now starting to get into as well. I have, I mean, I have, I guess I've kind of been doing it for a while. I just didn't realize 
that I was doing it, like a big one for me is um, when I'm driving, I have done this for a while. I didn't realize, like I had no idea, but I would just think, you know, green light, like whenever I'd be coming up near a green light, I'd be like, I always hit green lights. <laughs> and every time that I'm like consciously driving and I think that, like I always hit green lights. <laughs> and so like I have been trying to incorporate that more into my practice really just um taking things a little less seriously because that is definitely something that I personally had struggled with um just over my journey I have you know felt this need to really um overcompensate I guess because I do get a lot of flack based on my history um, and and how I've gotten to where I am and so I feel like oh I need to show up like extra you know business-like or extra masculine to be able to fit into the marketing space and lately you know over I mean really over the past couple of years have really been diving into more of the flow and the feminine and really bringing in that into my business as well. Like I did a, <laughs> I did a, um, a manifestation exercise. I don't know if you've heard of the five, five, 55 uh, manifestation challenge. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big one. And I, I decided to try it with with my marketing business. I've done a lot of the manifestation stuff with my coaching business, but for some reason wasn't transferring it over to my marketing business. And so I decided to try it for my marketing agency. And then within two weeks, I signed on two new like high ticket clients. And I was like, oh, hello. Love it. It works all around. I. I have never fully committed to the five, five, five or three, three, three method. Um, three, like when you write something 33 times for three days or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've never fully committed to it. Maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah, you should definitely, definitely try it. There have been a couple times where I had tried it in the past, but I made it to like two days or three days or whatever. Because writing something 35 times, like that's a lot. You can't start to get tired at the end of the day. And so finally, I actually, um, <laughs> it was because of TikTok. So I've been like really into TikTok lately. And I decided to make this um, video about the challenge and I was like oh I have to do it now <laughs> and because I had that accountability from the TikTok video I followed through and then saw these amazing results which was really cool because then I was able to share that with with the TikTok and um yeah that's one of the other things tell me about that like with coaching like do you feel like that helps keep you accountable for your energy and what you're doing as well Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because, and that's probably the best part of it too, you know, is that I get to show my clients what's possible for them, you know, and you can look at that and see like, and think of it as a huge weight or responsibility, but I think of it, I get fires me up, you know, it gets me really excited to like, no, I can't shrink back and play small because if I were my client, I wouldn't tell them to do, like, you know, I, I would not put up with that. <laughs> so, you know, situations and, you know, we're constantly, I think 
what's funny about the 555 method and the 333 method and writing things over and over again is that I do feel like it's that subconscious re like it's it's how we can reset our subconscious mind and if our subconscious mind is thinking about something all the time it's a magnet to it right so it's like constantly pulling those things in but what i think a lot of people don't realize is that there are so many subconscious things to work through that it's the process is really i mean the process of manifesting and growing and evolving and whatever is like it's constant so for me having a coaching container is um that constant support that like that in a weird way that i need to be like yeah this is a a practice that we're going to keep doing and keep evolving and keep up leveling and keep expanding topic of manifestation, um, something that I hear a lot in kind of the manifestation community uh, or people who are trying to learn about manifestation more is they get really discouraged if they are not feeling, you know, high vibe or not feeling like they are in this really positive space and they feel like if they feel down ever, then like everything is just going to collapse and they can't manifest anymore. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I run into that belief a lot too, or that misconception maybe. So there is such beauty in experiencing the full spectrum of the human emotions. And always, always, always our emotions are like, what are they? What are they really? They're a biochemical release in the body. What releases those biochemicals, those hormones that make us feel the emotion of sadness or feel the emotion of anger or feel the emotion of guilt or shame? It's a thought. It's a thought that triggers that, right? So what thoughts are making me feel these emotions? And we were talking before we hit record on shadow work and that's what shadow work is is looking at those thoughts that triggered those emotions and not saying i'm bad for having those thoughts i shouldn't have those thoughts i'm a strong woman there's no way i should be feeling these emotions you know i i that goes through my mind all the time instead you just look at them and observe them and maybe even crazy. It's going to sound crazy, but imagine that they are your inner child. Imagine that they are your inner roommate. Imagine that they're the voice, excuse me, of your grandmother, right? Or wherever that nagging or that limiting belief or that self-conscious thought came from. And really taking that emotion, taking that thought, taking that situation, whatever is triggering you and separating it from you and just allowing yourself to experience that, to um, learn from it, to grow from it, to evaluate it, to integrate it. And, and what I'm talking about is, is, is the shadow work process that I kind of walk my clients through and really taking those feelings that don't feel good, those thoughts that don't feel good and integrating them into our path as something that I'm, I'm, I'm debating how far I should go into this. 
<laughs> so maybe I should give an example. Like, okay, for what's going on in my life, an example from my life right now is I need to get some dental work done. I don't have health insurance. I, um, because I'm a full-time entrepreneur and I just haven't gotten to that point yet where I've gotten myself some health insurance that would probably even cover what it is that I need done. And so I keep telling myself this story, this limiting belief that I can't afford to get the dental work done that I need to, or it's going to, um, you know, put me in some sort of financial stress. And so I, I, you know, I put it off, I put it off and I'm in pain. It hurts to chew. And I'm like, wait a second, like, this is not me living my best life, right? Like I'm experiencing something that does not feel good. And that is kind of perpetuated in my reality by the pain, the physical pain, but it's all the root of it's just like my limiting belief. So I look at that limiting belief and I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, where is this? I don't have enough or like scarcity mindset coming from because the truth is like, I do have enough, you know, if I actually looked at my bank account, like I have plenty to cover this and going through the process of like shedding light on whatever it is that's making you feel like shit, whatever it is that making you feel or that, that, that is caught, that's triggering those thoughts, that's triggering those emotions, that's ex allowing you to experience that uh, low vibration emotion and doing the work. Like that's the work of manifesting is like, yes, experience those emotions, experience them to their fullest, but don't experience them for the rest of your life. Like do the processing now and look at them, shine light on them there's probably going to need to be some sort of forgiveness involved, other forgiveness of others, forgiveness of self, and then some loving compassion for self, loving compassion for others. And people, I mean, when I first heard about this process and when I was first taken through this process with my mentor, I was like, this seems like, is that all I have to do? You know, <laughs> is that, is that it? You know? And that issue, that um, thing that's holding you back, that limiting belief, that unhelpful story, that timeline that's been, ex you know, pro uh, projected onto you by others in your life. All of that, if you just look at it and you realize like, wait a second, I don't have to identify with that. I don't have to carry that anymore. I don't have to, you know, let that be my story, I can actually create a new story and a new paradigm for my life and leaning into that. So it's a process of all of it, of experiencing those low vibe emotions so that you can return to your natural state of experiencing love and experiencing that compassion that exists within all of us. Yeah. So really, um, using those kind of bad, those I don't like to say bad, but those feelings that are, can be compartmentalized as bad as learning experiences like, oh, this is maybe something I should dig into a little bit more. This is something I should explore more. Like, why is this coming up? Uh, that's, I mean, I think you really hit the nail on the head with that one. That's really how you can use those feelings, those low vibe emotions to manifest because when you actually accept them that's the other thing is accept those feelings you said it at the beginning we are human we are 
here to have a human experience. And part of being human, part of the human experience is feeling those things, is feeling those emotions. And so being able to accept them and be like, okay, I see you, I feel you. Now, why are you here? <laughs> and using that as a trigger to instead of downward spiral, but using that as a trigger to, to learn more and to explore more. Absolutely. And the only reason why it's called shadow work or why those things are in the shadow, meaning those um, emotions or topics or relationships that we don't want to discuss, like they're only in the shadow because we don't want to discuss them. <laughs> because we keep pushing them further and further down. But the issue is, is that they're still there. They're still in your energy body and there's, you will probably find that they will continue to affect your manifestations until you shine light on them. Yeah. One of the um, kind of images that I like to use for that is if you're thinking about a dark cave. It's completely black, put away. Um, you can't see anything. But if you just light the tiniest little light, if you just light one little tea light candle in there, you're going to create a massive illumination in this cave. In this cave. And so what you're saying is when you accept and kind of shine that light on that shadow, you really kind of open open it up. And it just even just do, diving into it a little bit is going to help expand more and more. When you think about like the layers, like I know for me in my journey, like there have been lots of things where I dive into and emotions and then I clear them. And then later on, they start coming up again when I have reached like another level. What do you think about kind of that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm actually reading this book called Do Less by Kate Northrup. And it's all about cycle syncing. So syncing your life and business with your menstrual cycle. And yeah, I'm loving it so far. And one of the things that she talks about, and she has this whole diagram. So you can imagine like, you know, an upward slope, but on this upward slope are these loops and the loops kind of signify our cycle, whether it's a menstrual cycle, the seasons, you know, however you want to think about it, the moon cycles. And as we go up, you know, we're, we're evolving, we're doing our shadow work, we're kind of processing and integrating those, the, the shadows and the things that don't no longer serve us. But yeah, they're going to come up again, but you're going to be at a higher consciousness at that point and able to look at it and say, oh yeah, there's that, there's that daddy <laughs> issue again <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> say like, wow, I can either allow this to impact my decision and make a decision out of fear, or I can make a decision out of love. And just, the, just because it's there again, doesn't mean that it, you're starting from scratch. It's just you're a human. <laughs> it's not going to, you know, you're not a, a computer that we can just completely wipe clean. You don't want that. <laughs> like, it's going to yeah. take some layers. I think that's a really great way to visualize it. Yeah. And like, you know, when you are coming back to it from that higher level of consciousness, like you can, you can heal it even deeper, you know, like, I feel like we can only heal based on our current level of understanding. And as we continue to grow, 
some things, you know, might come back up because we didn't fully get all the way to the core because we just weren't there yet. (laughs) Totally. Or like as you're, as you progress on your journey and connect to more and more of the natural loving essence within you, you tap into more and more forgiveness. So maybe you've forgiven that person. You've forgiven that person. You're like, I can release you, you know, (laughs) but you haven't like really forgiven them to the point where you feel that you can look back on that situation and only feel love for them and only feel compassion for where they were in their journey and the tools that they had access to at the time. Oh man, I I absolutely love all of this. Uh, Now we we're running, running on time here. So before we close out, I just want, had a couple more questions for you. Um, first, what is one thing that you're kind of struggling with in your business? And then what is one thing that you're super excited about in your business right now? Hmm. I love the, this question, (laughs) these two (laughs) questions. So one thing I am struggling with in my business I actually mentioned before is the cycle syncing. I, my cycle has been kind of all over the place recently and I'm taking a year long course on Ayurveda to learn more about this. I am um, actively tracking it and doing my best to, cause when it, the whole purpose of cycle seeking is that you don't do much in your business when you're menstruating. Right. So if you can't, if you don't know when you're going to menstruate, how do you plan out your business? <laughs> yeah. And and so I think maybe that brings up the the larger issue is just, just the, the planning of my business. Like I know what I need, you know, I, I, for the first time ever, Jamila, for the first time ever for June, I wrote out every single day what I need to do in my business. And it feels so good, but that's what I've been struggling with. is just that like organization around the lifestyle that I want to lead, chilling when I'm, you know, not feeling like engaging as much during that time of the month, but um, also just being able to show up in a way that serves my clients because I'm organized and fully planned out and feeling present and ready to go. (laughs) I love that. And then what are you currently most excited about in your business? Yeah, I am most excited about my women's circles. So like I mentioned before, I've been all over the place when it comes to my offerings for the world and just trying to figure out what, how I can serve best really with, with my background and talents and gifts and passions and these women's circles that I'm wrapping up the first round right now. And the container that I've created has transformed these women's lives and it's blowing my damn mind and I'm loving it. And I can't wait to launch the next round in June and the next round after that in September, like I told you, I'm planning things out. (laughs) So these women's circles there, it's an eight week program and we basically, learn how to leverage the power of collective manifestation through sisterhood. And we go through the manifestation process and we talk about really hard topics. We do shadow work together. We hold space for one another and we encourage and uplift one another. And it's just been been this beautiful support group for spiritual women online. 
So that's, that's what I'm super, most excited about. That sounds super exciting. You made me excited just listening to you talk about it. That's how you know <laughs> that it's an aligned, <laughs> an aligned offer right there. Totally. Um, so Katie, where can people find you? Where do you hang out? Yeah. So I hang out mostly on Instagram at womanifester. So that's W-O-M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T-E-R. And that same word, Womanifester, is my website too, womanifester.com. So that's where all the info is, but I'm mostly, I keep that up to date, but I I hang out on Instagram daily. (laughs) Okay, awesome. Oh, you guys, I will put the links um, to her website and to her Instagram page in the show notes. So make sure to check there and check her out and give her some love. Um, If you guys enjoyed this episode and found value in this episode, which I know that you will, this was an amazing conversation with Katie J here. Um, Make sure to share, leave us a review, tag Katie, tag me, let us know what your biggest takeaway was. And you know what, Katie, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciated having your presence here today. Absolutely, thank you for having me, I appreciate it. tuning into today's episode of the Becoming the Big Me podcast. If you found value in today's episode, make sure to leave us a review and share this episode with someone who needs to hear this message. That's how our podcast grows. Are you curious about learning more about harnessing the power of your subconscious mind? Then join the free Rewire Challenge, where we dive deep into the subconscious mind, how it works, and give you some tangible action steps to begin rewiring it to serve you. Go to bit.ly slash rewire challenge. That's bit.ly slash rewire challenge. Until next time, I'm your host, Jamila Bernie, signing out.